This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. And I also would like to thank our sponsor, R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw. R&B Car Company are your used car experts. Okay, so Bernie Sanders wins Nevada. And this is obviously a, a pretty big win. And if you look at the, uh, let's see, I'm going to pull up the delegate count here, the total delegate count, not just Nevada. So Bernie Sanders picked up uh, most of the delegates. Bernie or uh, Biden came in second. Buttigieg came in at a distant third. Elizabeth Warren was at fourth, and she got zero delegates. Okay. Now, if you look at the total delegate count, Bernie Sanders is at 45. Buttigieg is at 25. Biden is at 15. Warren is at eight. Klobuchar is at seven, and nobody else has anything. All right, that's it. And we're heading into South Carolina. Now, what I thought was really interesting about Nevada, and I also told you that Nevada polling is notoriously inaccurate, and it was inaccurate until the 13th of February. So if you go back and you look at the polling numbers, and we're talking about the RCP average, okay? And the RCP average for Nevada Joe Biden was leading pretty significantly until February 12th. And then February 13th, all of a sudden he was losing pretty big. And then you just kept seeing uh, Bernie Sanders rise in Nevada. And similarly, as you look out now to the, the elections coming, you got South Carolina, then you have Super Tuesday where you have a bunch of different states. Uh, all of a sudden... It looks like Joe Biden isn't going to win or is in deep trouble of losing in South Carolina. And if he loses in South Carolina, that's, you know, that's a big deal. Actually, they just updated the numbers on South Carolina since the beginning of the show. So that's interesting. Uh, Joe Biden has actually increased in South Carolina. He is now at 26.8% and Bernie Sanders is at 21.4%. He was at 21.5% and they were in the margin of error at the beginning of the program today. That's interesting. So I just logged into RCP and they updated the averages for South Carolina. Biden gaining a little bit and Bernie Sanders dropping a little bit, though negligible. Um, so that's interesting. Everybody else is dropping in South Carolina. Joe Biden's the only one that is increasing, but um, we'll see. We'll see what happened because Nevada didn't go his way and Biden was expected to win Nevada for a long time. And it was all of a sudden right up on the 13th Boom, it shifts. Bernie Sanders starts leading, and then it becomes a fiasco. So right now, Biden is plus 5.4. So we'll keep tracking that. We'll see what's happening. But here's the thing. You get beyond South Carolina, and if Biden doesn't win in South Carolina, he's done. Uh, This is his firewall. He has to win in South Carolina if he's going to stick it out to Super Tuesday. So then you go into California. Bernie Sanders, huge lead in California. Uh, Texas, Bernie Sanders, big lead, but margin of error in Texas over Biden. Uh, Then you have North Carolina, margin of error, Bernie Sanders and Bloomberg. Uh, Then you have the betting odds. The betting odds have Bernie Sanders with a 57.3% chance of winning. Okay, He is the most likely winner at this point in time, according to the betting odds. All right. Now, he has won the popular vote in the first three contests. Now, Pete Buttigieg obviously won Iowa. Um, but they got the same number of delegates. You know, so, well, I, I think with the, uh, the the being the winner, you get awarded like a bonus or something like that. I have to go back and look at Iowa, but 
Um, Buttigieg lost the popular vote in Iowa. Yeah, he lost it. So you, you sit there and you look at Iowa, and then you look at New Hampshire, and then you look at Nevada, and all of a sudden it's Bernie Sanders has won the popular vote in all of them. And right now he's the front runner. Uh, that's that's all there is to it. Now, why Bernie Sanders has decided miraculously all of a sudden that he does not want to win the state of Florida, I don't know. And here's what I'm referring to. Bernie Sanders praised Castro recently. So Bernie Sanders has a long history of praising communist dictators. A long history because he's a communist. Okay. Now, when he was first announcing his run the last time, and he had a bunch of people going, oh, no, he's a democratic socialist. I'm like, I've been covering Bernie Sanders for a long time. This dude is a commie, period. Uh, he's not a socialist. He's not a Marxist. He's not a democratic socialist. He's a commie. He just is. Uh, I actually had a listener send me something that's had uh, somebody explain how they think Bernie isn't a communist. I haven't watched that yet, but I would be interested in looking at it. Uh, but his whole career, he's been a communist, okay? So now he's praising Fidel Castro. Now, Fidel Castro was a murderous madman, without any doubt, okay? An absolute horrible individual, and Bernie just praised him on CBS's 60 Minutes. So why you would do that, I don't know, but he did, and the way that he did it was not very articulate. Socialist Bernie Sanders, the front runner in the race for the Democratic nomination for president, faced widespread backlash late on Sunday night over positive remarks that he made about murderous Cuban communist dictator Fidel Castro. Sanders made the disturbing remarks on CBS News' 60 Minutes with host Anderson Cooper when Cooper pressed him about positive remarks that he had made about brutal communist regimes in the past, and he has had several. You know, when Fidel Castro came into office, you know what he did, Sanders said? He had a massive literacy program. Is that a bad thing? Even though Fidel Castro did it? Now, for the record, I have said many, many, many times, nobody is all good and nobody is all bad. And if you were to take a look at the tyrants and dictators of history and and horrible regimes, I assure you, if you're an intellectually honest person, you can find something positive that they did. But... He's running for president. And Florida is extremely important. And Florida happens to have a lot of what in them, Joe? That's right, Cubans. Lots of Cubans in Florida. And Florida is something that he is going to need to win. Okay? If a Democrat wins Florida, it's over. If a Republican wins Florida, you move on to the next state. Okay? Um, So him saying this, eh, not... It's not a great move. Uh, Sanders claimed that Castro came into office was also interesting. That was an interesting phraseology there. Uh, It lacks the historical context that Castro was essentially a terrorist who attacked Cuba's government. He did not win in an election. True. Uh, Sanders claims that Castro had a massive literacy program. Is communist propaganda a point that many critics hit Sanders on in response to his pro-communist remarks? Among those who fired back at Sanders were people on the political left, including politicians and people who appeared on CNN and MSNBC, as well as Republican senators and conservative political commentators. There's, by the way, a lot of uh, Republican members of Congress who happen to be Cuban, and they don't take very kindly to this. But Sanders got hit by Democrat politicians from Cuba, 
or not Cuba, from Florida, who are Cuban. And it it's doesn't it yeah, it doesn't look good. Um, now, whether or not he loses a significant amount of the Hispanic or Latino voters as a result of this remains to be seen, but he has certainly damaged himself with Cuban members of the United States. And then you throw on top of that that he attacked APAC and basically accused them of being uh, racist and bigotrous towards Palestinians, and APAC, of course, is not. Uh, they've hit back now. So he wins Nevada, and he immediately praises a communist dictator who murdered a ton of people, and then he attacks a Jewish organization that has bipartisan Republican and Democrat support. And then you throw that in there with him being surrounded by anti-Semites and radicals. Ah, it, it, it really doesn't look good, which is part of the reason why this montage that I played earlier, the media is collectively freaking out about Bernie Sanders uh, being the front runner here. I'm going to play that montage for everybody again. I played it earlier today. I want to play it again for all of you coming up in just a couple of minutes because I want you to see exactly how nervous Democrat members of the media are. Well, it does two things. One, it shows how scary uh, Bernie Sanders winning the nomination is to Democrats and liberals. But two, it also shows all of the bias in the media as they keep referring to um, themselves as Democrats and how Bernie Sanders is basically burning the party down. Uh, so we'll talk about that. I'll play that audio coming up on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. So I came in today with a, I, I don't know if it was technically a migraine, but it was a really bad headache. I actually started off the stream. I considered not doing the stream today. And I started off the stream, and I think the first thing that I typed is, heads up, I've got a really bad headache. And I did. It, I've been fighting it all day, and it wasn't going away. So here's what I did before I came into work. I took some of my natural CBD lotion, and I rubbed it around my neck. Now, usually when I get these headaches, it's associated with an old neck injury that I have. Um, so I rubbed it around my neck, and on the way into work, I vaped some CBD. Okay, I got to work, and slowly but surely, it started subsiding. I now feel much better, have a very, very, very mild headache, totally functional now, not in a lot of pain. And i that's the only thing that I can attribute it to, folks. All day I've been dealing with it, and those are the two things that I did that helped, okay? And said, usually usually my headaches come from neck pain, from that old injury. So I'm not saying this is going to get rid of your headaches or anything like that, but um, this stuff works. I mean, if you have minor aches and pains or if you exercise or work out on a regular basis and get sore muscles or if you have fibromyalgia or arthritis, and we have heard from many listeners who have arthritis that the natural CBD lotion just works wonders for them. And you can get it in three different concentrates. You can get 250 milligrams, 500 milligrams, or 1,000 milligrams, which is their new product. The 1,000 milligrams are now available in both unscented and lavender, too. That was just added to the website. That is full-spectrum CBD. You're going to rub it on, it's going to absorb, and it's going to start working within a couple of minutes, okay? And it's a lotion, so it will soothe and moisturize your skin. It's not an oil. It's not a cream that doesn't absorb into your skin and just looks awful on your skin, but this is a lotion. And I said, it's just a phenomenal product. There's a reason that I endorse it. The reason that I did endorse it was because it got rid of neck pain in the middle of the night for me and then got rid of uh, some pain that my wife had like the following day. Walked right in the next day and said, totally going to endorse this. 
and I haven't looked back. And since then, I have received dozens of letters from, from satisfied customers and listeners of mine who have used this product, and that's why I'm asking you to give it a chance. Plus, it's you get more of it in higher concentrations and in higher quality for a fraction of the price of the competition. And I know that that sounds too good to be true, but really the truth is, is that the CBD products that are on the market right now, because they're so hot, and they do work, but they're so hot right now that what's happening is people are doing this massive markup on them. And the people over over at uh, at Natural CBD Lotion, they looked at this and they said, hey, look, um, the margins on this are insane. We can make this product better and have really good margins and sell more of it by reducing the price. And that's exactly what they did. So if you go to allnaturalcbd.org, you can take a look at their CBD lotion and their other products. They have the new CBD tincture drops that are available, strawberry flavor. I'm actually picking mine up either on the way home today or tomorrow. I was supposed to get them over the weekend, but I forgot that you can't take your kid into the uh, into the vape shops. And <laughs> I got kicked out of my own sponsor, Joe. <laughs> so, <laughs> but at least I didn't leave her in the car. Uh, so I will go back and pick them up uh, either today if they're open or tomorrow, depending on, on their, their hours. But you can go to the website, allnaturalcbd.org, and they've got a three-pack special as well. Use my promo code KC10 to save 10%, allnaturalcbd.org. All right, what do we have here? <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, oh, Bernie Sanders has, has like defended himself on the, the, uh, the Castro comments, too. I don't know why he's choosing to do that, but he has chosen to do that. So, okay there, buddy. Uh, good luck with that strategy, I guess. Not exactly the best winning strategy in the world, but hey, what are you going to do? Um, then you got Pete Buttigieg. Now, Pete Buttigieg is claiming that he was kind of cheated, if you will, out of Nevada. Uh, he says that there is, he's not claiming that he won Nevada, but he is saying that there were some discrepancies, and as a result of those discrepancies, um, you know, he wants the Nevada Democratic Party to fix them. One of those issues was that early voters, about a thousand early voters were notified that their votes did not count because they hadn't signed their forms. Um, Your vote doesn't count if you don't sign your form on early voting. Sorry, uh, at least they were notified, you know, hey, now they should have been notified before this happened so that way they could fix the error. But uh, I don't know what the processes and things like that in Nevada are, but Nevada always has issues in their, their caucus anyway, so not exactly surprised by all of that. Uh, And again, as you look forward to uh, South Carolina, Biden is in big, big trouble. If he doesn't win South Carolina, he's finished. Elizabeth Warren is essentially finished. She was asked if she was going to be trying to become the the vice presidential running mate of whoever the nominee is. Obviously, she didn't want to answer that question. I don't blame her for wanting to answer, not wanting to answer that question, but still a valid question, ladies and gentlemen, no doubt about that, because let's face it, she's in big trouble. And she doesn't have, I think she has seven delegates is what I told you earlier. I mean, that's pretty much it. So she doesn't have any support. But I also wanted to go ahead and play what the media is doing. Because the media is collectively losing their minds over this election. So go and cue my audio, Joe. 
This is a media montage after Bernie Sanders' Nevada win. I thought it was a great night for Bernie Sanders. I thought it was a great night for Donald Trump. I thought it was a terrible night for the Democrats. The truth is Bernie Sanders is on its trajectory to be the Democratic nominee. To me, he I just don't see him having any shot in a general election. I'm panicked. I am absolutely panicked. Uh, no one but Bernie, Stephanie. Come on. He's an anarchist. He would love to burn down the United States. If we nominate a socialist like Bernie Sanders, we're going to lose. It'll be like George McGovern. It'll be a blowout. And nobody just says the obvious. Bernie, you're full of it. They're just pandering to the Bernie people. And you know what? Pandering gets you nothing. It certainly doesn't get your respect. Tom Perez needs to step down. He's a joke. He's a clown. He can't run the Democratic Party anymore. It, it's lost its way. I don't see how Democrats uh, do anything but bleed out when they put a socialist at the top of the ticket. It is a death sentence for the party, and it will lead to Donald Trump's reelection. The loser, as Leslie put it, are the Democrats. They've got to get out there and say, I disagree with socialism. I believe in the markets. Right. I think he's wrong. I think he'll never get it done. And in this country, we'll never go that direction. And by the way, we'll lose 49 states. Corbyn didn't work in England. Bernie ain't going to work in the United States. Then, Anyone but Bernie. That was actually a pretty prophetic statement, considering uh, you've got Bernie Sanders now attacking APAC. Uh, you've got anti-Semites around Bernie Sanders. You have a uh, an InfoWars news crew that was assaulted at a Bernie Sanders rally. And again, um, every Trump rally, there are liberals and Democrats that go. And there are Republican websites, blogs, that sort of thing that go and they interview them. And they all say the same thing at every one of these rallies. Yeah, we're treated really well. You know, we, we disagree. There's some people that maybe, you know, yell at us or whatever. But for the most part, people are really nice. We feel safe. That's always a question that they're asked. So liberals who go to Trump rallies are comfortable and treated respectfully and well. And then you have uh, Republicans or conservatives who go to Bernie rallies and they are physically assaulted. That's a critical problem with political discourse in our country. Uh, now, yes, they did. <laughs> yeah. uh, somebody on the live stream, Kingston, said, do they call Bernie an anarchist? Is it opposite day? Uh, yes, he's not an anarchist. Um, but, you know, hey, it, it, it is what it is. That was the those are all members of the media. OK, those weren't like people on the street or bloggers or anything. Those are members of the press. And somebody earlier also said, hey, I you know, it's kind of interesting that Anderson Cooper went after Bernie Sanders that much. But Anderson Cooper's a lockstep Democrat. And the Democrats right now view Bernie Sanders as a killer to their party. So you start having these. Uh, these people going out there and saying, yeah, we're going to do what we can to go and destroy Bernie Sanders. And as I told you in the three o'clock hour, I will repeat it now. Here's how you know the media and the Democratic Party do not want Bernie Sanders to be the nominee. One, they cheated last time and they're attempting to cheat and change the rules now. Two, they've accused him of being a Russian asset already. That happened on Friday. Remember, they they falsely accused uh the Trump campaign again. The Russians are trying to help the Trump campaign. That story fell apart in less than 24 hours. It was a complete lie. Uh, new reports came out over the weekend, says that was complete garbage. No evidence of that whatsoever. But then immediately they shifted from that and they said, okay, well, we can't get Trump on this again. Let's get Bernie. And they said, eh, Russia's trying to help the Bernie campaign. So now it's Bernie-Russia collusion 
And you had that guy in MSNBC say that people who are voting for Bernie are white racist liberals. So there you go. Uh, Then he insulted the black women who are working for Bernie's campaign because he does have several who work for his campaign. I think his communications director happens to be a black woman, but um, he insulted those. He happened to be a black guy, by the way. So they are doing all of the things that they do against Republicans. Uh, He's a Russian asset and everybody who supports them is a racist. That's how you know. Uh, Bernie is on the outs. They do not want him, but he has won the popular vote in the first three primary contests. He is a contender in South Carolina. If he doesn't win in South Carolina, he's probably going to come in second. And looking at the big states in Super Tuesday, he's the front runner in almost all of them. And again, those polls can change, okay? But we, we're coming fast and furious here on these reports. So this is this is not looking great for the Democrats who don't want Bernie Sanders to be the nominee. And if you do want Bernie Sanders to be the nominee, then things seem to be going pretty darn good for you. Well, good luck. Uh, I guess we'll find out. 574-25-95-953. We've got more coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. I want to thank R&B Car Company locations in South Bend and Warsaw. R&B Car Company are your used car experts. Go to rbcarcompany.com. Uh, regarding the election... Pete Buttigieg, and, well, everybody's running out of money except for Bloomberg and Trump. Uh, Pete Buttigieg has raised $11 million, but he says he needs $14 million more to stay through Super Tuesday. So everybody is in, on the Democrat side is running out of cash. This is the problem of having so many candidates that stay in the race this long. Now, all of the resources end up getting divided. Uh, now, when you look at fundraising... According to the latest FEC report, the Republican National Committee has eight times as much cash on hand, eight times as the Democratic National Committee has. The report also shows that the national GOP has $76 million in cash, while the DNC has only $9.9 million. Uh, Record-breaking support for this president and his policies continue to grow as as we head full force into the presidential election year. That is Ronna McDaniel in a statement. Uh, let's see. The latest FEC filings show that the president's re-election campaign and joint fundraising committees have $124 million cash on hand, while his campaign alone has $92.6 million cash on hand. That is separate from the RNC. Meanwhile, for the Democratic primary field, Senator Bernie Sanders has $16.8 million. Joe Biden has $7.1 million. Uh, Buttigieg has 6.6 million. Klobuchar has 2.86 million. Elizabeth Warren has 2.3 million. Tulsi Gabbard has 2 million. Trump has 92.6 million cash on hand. Uh, Just dwarfing the Democrats on this. They are running out of cash bad. Uh, Also, real quick, apparently Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez managed to get her goddaughter into a Bronx charter school, according to a Facebook Live video that she recorded back in 2017, before she was a public figure. The weird thing about that is she's opposed to charter schools. Huh. More coming up. 95.3 MNC.
And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. couple of stories here just to round out the program. want to thank everybody for sticking with us today. Appreciate your support and listening to 95.3 MNC or listening on the live streams or even watching the live streams if you choose to watch the videos. I appreciate that. Make sure you subscribe and like the videos and uh, subscribe to the channels and all of that stuff. All right, so... The president and first lady, they went to the Taj Mahal in India. 100,000 people, 100,000 people were there uh, to, uh, to greet them at the, uh, the stadium. And I, they, I guess they, they handed out, uh, the, the Indian government handed out these Trump hats, and they sang Macho Man to them. That was pretty cool. Uh, Mad Mike Hughes, who is the guy who's making that homemade rocket that we've been talking about, trying to prove that the Earth is flat, Launched the rocket this weekend and died. Unfortunately, the the rocket I think made it just over eighteen hundred feet, eighteen hundred and seventy five feet, and then came crashing down to the earth. And they think that upon launch, the rocket scraped the launch pad and tore the parachutes, which is why they didn't deploy and save his life. So we're sad to hear that he is he has lost his life and passed away. Uh, also, the FBI agent that has was uh, the one who made the the changes to those forms has also been identified. Stephen A. Soma or Sama is his name. All right, 